The Knights of the Shed Actual Play Podcast presents The Forbidden Lands, Raven's Purge. Alright, after, after about a half an hour of waiting by the bridge, um, uh, you hear some commotion further down the river and the, a couple of watercraft roll in. Um, you could hear the sounds of voices and, and some livestock and uh, you see uh, these these barges come in where there's a couple of donkeys on there and a number of men and women and standing on one of them you see Tuck and these barges pull up and they start unloading onto the dock. Go up and greet Tuck. Go up, man. Oh, friends, friends, you made it. Wonderful. And how was your journey? Well, I've not travelled by boat before and it turns out I don't really have the stomach for it. Fortunately, the rest of our journey is by foot for the time being. Well, I've never travelled with the road skagger before and I don't have the stomach for it either. Oh, well, you'll just have to get used to it. How about he sleeps in uh, your uh, in your tent tonight? Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, <laughs> uh, you will share a tent. No, I've got my own. No, we're going to share a tent. It'll be fun. <laughs> I've got my own. Well, I thought you were some sort of bodyguard. That's what I heard. But now you're <laughs> saying, what, you don't guard this man's body? You just leave it alone at night? I, I, I protect his outside, not his insides. <laughs> well, his outsides are at risk at night, alone in a tent. Yes, you should st- well, he could stand sentry. It's no use lying next to me, except for warmth. No. Well, anyway, look, I'll leave that to you to sort out. But as you can see, I have I've brought my entire expedition with me. Wonderful, yes. Now, I'm going to give you all some choices about exactly what he's brought with him. You can pick two of these options or you can pick one of them twice. Uh, so he may have brought extra guides. That will give you a bonus. If you pick it once, it will give you one extra skill dice. If you pick it twice, uh, you'll get two. So he has brought. he could have brought extra guides, extra guards, hunters, gatherers or labourers. Now, labourers will help with roles to make camp. Uh, Hunters can hunt. Uh, Gatherers can fish and forage. The scouts can help to pathfind and, sorry, the guides rather. Uh, And then the the guards can help keep watch while you travel. How many do we get? One each? So So you get to pick two out of those things and you you can pick like guards twice and that would give you Two dice is, it, is this individually or as no, a as a group, group you pick this. So where are we falling short? Can any of you scout? I've got survival. Scouting is a skill. Navigation. Yeah, scout. I think scouting is used for keeping watch. I have no scouting. Pathfinders, guides. I think we might need a guide. <laughs> oh, I've <laughs> got. Su- need I've, all got of them. I've got survival, like I said. So, if you lead the way, you are the pathfinder. Uh, and that's a survival role. If you keep watch, that allows you to stop, well, to be aware of any random encounters. And that is... Scouting? Yeah, so a scouting role. Foraging is a way to find food or water. And that's a survival role. Hunting allows you to find food. And that's also a survival role. And fishing is also a survival role. Making camp is also a survival role. Oh. <laughs> okay, so maybe some guards? Guards yeah, and guides. Guards, guards and guides. Yeah. Well, I'm quite sharp, have I? Except guards. when I'm sleepy. <laughs> well, guards, yeah. do you think? Guards and guides. 
A guard and a guide, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So your choice is guards and guides. Yep. yep. Okay. Now there are also there are other labourers and other people, so they they help carry things and they can help carry treasure items and that sort of thing once you've recovered them. Oh yes, we need those. You will still need to carry your own gear uh, and your sort of personal supplies because I mean everyone needs their food and water basically. Now the the Part of this conceit is that this is also a place where if anyone's character dies or if a new player comes in, we can assume that their character either is within this uh, expedition or is drawn to it. So uh, among the people there are also some couriers who can run and and get messages to places. Uh, And there's also Tuck has some trained pigeons to deliver messages to certain places. So he is able to get get word out and contact people. Tuck himself uh, has a... A donkey that he leads off the barge, and that donkey is heavily weighed down uh, by saddlebags that appear to contain primarily history books and maps. So where are we headed first, then, Tuck? Well, that's that's a wonderful question, and I, I know you've been on the edge of your seats, but let me tell you, the reason we're here is that this village is the closest place to an abandoned fortress called Weatherstone. It's some way northeast of here. And let me just tell you a little bit about what I've heard. Ten generations before our time, the cruel king Algarod declared that Alderland had become overcrowded. He sought to expand his kingdom by leading an army across the mountains to Ravenland, where he fell in battle against the demonic hordes of the sorcerer Zygafar. As he was lost, so too was the scepter Nechacha, rumoured to be the source of his power. However, the will of the king burned so fiercely that he refused to die and for ages stood watch in the stronghold of Weatherstone. Legend has it that Algorod will march one day again to retrieve the spire of Nechaka and complete his conquest of Ravenland. But the curse at some point was suddenly broken and the undead king and his men went to their final rest. There are whispers that Algorod's war chest remains in Weatherstone, forever guarded by evil spirits and the beasts of the sorcerer Zygafer. Or at least, that's the legend. How do you expect us to be able to handle spirits? We, we shall see. This is why I've employed you. This is what you have to figure out. Now, let me finish my story. You see, the thing is, that's the legend. That's what everybody says. But I have looked into this and I have figured something out. They say that this scepter, Nechaka, disappeared. But I believe... It stayed with Algorod, and it is still at Weatherstone, and I wish to retrieve it. It is a, a, a item of great power and value. Plus, there's also supposed to be the treasure, and we could all use a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why we're here. Not Ivan. He owes us his money. Well, he could still use exactly. it to I pay you. Use the money <laughs> and then pay you, and then I'll have some more. Is it worth me making a law roll to see if there's anything I know over and above what he's already told us, or is that pretty much... If- Exhausted anything we're gonna know. Um, you might know more about the specific people he's mentioned. Do I need to? You would need to roll if you wanted to see if you know anything in particular. Do I need? But do I need to tell you specifically what I want to know before? Oh no, no. Just if you want to know about any of the particular. Yeah. So you need to tell me who you want to know about or what you're trying to recall, sort of in general terms. Well, uh, yeah, Algorod, obviously, and and particularly what the significance of this scepter might sure. have been. Yep. Do I push that? Of course you do. What did you roll? Uh, I've got one success. Oh, that's all you need. Okay. All right. Well, I won't push. It's said that the that Algorod, the first king of Alderland, was so wise and good that the gods turned his heart into a ruby after his death. 
Algadan, the son of Algared, had his craftsmen carve the scepter Nekaka with three pendants from the golden alder tree of the royal palace and set his father's ruby into the scepter. Nekaka was carried by the Algarian dynasty for generations, but was lost in Ravenland when the last regent, Algarod, was slain with all his men by the demonic hordes of the sorcerer Zygafer. You have heard that the elven elders instead claim that Algared was an elf disguised as a human, and that his ruby heart was one of the six stones in the crowned Stanangist. Thank you. Good to know. The scepter is said to appear as a shepherd's crook carved from dark iron alder wood into the shape of a temple roof ornated with elder pendants. The ruby Algared is placed at the roof's eye. So Al- Algared was Algarod's ancestor. Yes. Yep. The other thing you would know um, is that... The story that is told is that elves essentially have, as their heart, have a ruby that is their essence uh, and that elves actually, that that really is the the essence of the elf and they can even, stories say they can be regrown from these rubies if the ruby can be recovered. So the setting of of a ruby into an item gives it the power of this elf. Now, Tuck. Yes. (laughs) You wouldn't happen to have any torches, would you? (laughs) Oh, I suppose I would, yes. Can I relieve you of um, a handful for my own knapsack? Yes, of course, of course. You don't want to send the tip of your spear into somewhere you can't see. That would be reckless. (laughs) Yes, that's the way people get knocked up. That's Um, why I like to call you, you see, the spear. Yes, I think it's very evocative. Should should I just put a D6 in for torches? Yeah. Resources, yep. Do you wish to discuss any of the law you've recalled with your confederates or with Tuck? Um, yes, look, I'll let them know that I've heard that uh, the um, scepter holds a ruby that could be the heart of Algarod's elven ancestor. You're thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> I very much doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not known as a heartbreaker for nothing. Uh, the scepter is uh, shaped as a shepherd's crook. Just so we know what we're looking for. With a ruby in it. Okay. And I believe it's common knowledge that the heart of elves are said to be rubies that uh, can give birth or rebirth to their kin. Well, this is very useful information. Obviously, we should be killing elves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what you took from that, great. Was that not what I was supposed to take? Sounds like a very lucrative uh, pastime. Sounds very dangerous too. You think? Well, they might have something to say about trying to steal their hearts. Oh, surely you can sneak up on them. So each of you, have you all met Tuck before or did you come into contact with with a, a messenger or, or through one of your... Well, I'm just following your, this idiot. ...your companions? Well, if, I'd, if the word was out, I would have went and tried yeah, to meet I, him in person. I feel like I probably... Tuck is someone I would... Have liked to have known, given his inter- our common interests in yep. esoteria. I met Tuck, and he explained to me that a spear has no branches, as in no family tree. So Hager hasn't met Tuck before. No. Okay. So um, after after speaking to the others, Tuck Tuck walks up to you and he puts out his hand and he says, "Ah, you must be the the much talked about Hager." Much. Who's, who's been talking about me? Well, everybody. But listen, my name, my name is Tuck Winston. Tuck to my friends. My enemies, they call me Burst Holler. And the ladies, 
They don't call me at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you doing, Mr. Winston? I'm, I'm bright and cheery this fine morning. And I'm glad you're with us as part of the spear. That's, that's what I like to call you, the tip of the spear. The expedition, it's, it's like a, and I'm the shaft. <laughs> mm, um, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Winston. Bye. I'll give you a off. thumbs up as you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so do we roll out today or is it another night in this cursed village? Cursed village? Well, it's cursed by the dead. Oh, well, I suppose. I suppose it is technically cursed, but I quite like it here. Well, I was I was hoping we could set out uh, set out today. Yeah, uh, let's go. Why we have arrived so early, and also, uh, well, there's not a lot of room for all of this carry on, really. Let's go. Well, I'm I'm all for that. Yes. Yes, let's get an. I like the idea of the war chest. <laughs> yes, well, I hoped you would. We all, so, we all I do. Think we all do, yes. It will be your job to recover it after all, so I should hope you are keeping a very keen eye. I sh- uh, well, I shall be promoted to the war chest uh, keeper. Why would you yeah, be no. promoted to the... No. No, you're not a keeper. You're a spear. Spear tip. Tip of the spear. Hmm. No branches. I like to think of myself as the thicker end of the spear tip. Yes, yeah. Yes, thick. The, the, we're not talking about your head, though. <laughs> well, um, well, it, well, okay, I won't be the keeper of the watch. I, th- I think we're taking this metaphor too far. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go. Yes, please. Let's. Can go. we just go? I just want to get out of this horrible place. It isn't horrible. I think if I ever retire, I'll come back here. Look. Thieving Ivan, you know you need to push on when the best thing about the village is the Rust Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very good. Let's be on our way then. All right. So you're going to set out. Now, the way travel works is that there are four quarter days in every day. Ordinarily, you can travel two quarter days out of the four. Uh, You would usually spend the third quarter day making camp and the fourth quarter day resting you can continue to march during the other quarter days but you have to make tests to avoid becoming tired and that sort of thing in each quarter day you can move two hexes i'm going to say because it's you're setting out not at the very start of the day that you are losing the morning quarter day getting ready to set out so you've got one quarter day to well you could travel two you could travel in the evening but then you've got the issue of having to make camp Uh, so you could go the two hexes so you're basically in the adjacent hex today and then in the following day you can get to Weatherstone. Yep, well, we'll do that. All right, so you're all going to hike. So somebody will need to lead the way. So for this first hex you enter, the Pathfinder must make a survival roll. What's your What's your wits? Four. You've got one better than me if you want to go or... All right, well, I'll do it. But you get a plus one from uh, skill dice for having a guide. One success. That's all we need, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. All right, so who is going to be keeping watch? Well, that'll be me. And me. It's survival, isn't it? Now, to be clear, if you're going to help with something or you're going to take this action, it can only be this. You can't be the scout and the pathfinder. So if you're going to help with the pathfinder role, you can't help with the scout role. If you're going to help with the scout role, you can't help with the pathfinder role. Okay. Well, I was the pathfinder. Okay, so yeah. this will be a scout role. So you're the scout, aren't you? You got scouting? Yeah, I've got yeah. two in scouting and three in wits. Okay, you get a bonus for your for having guards with this role. So that's an extra skill dice. One success. Okay, that's all you need. So 
as you're hiking through the plains, you find the decayed remains of an unfortunate wander, wanderer. Ronda. An unfortunate Ronda. <laughs> Check it out, <laughs> My revenge is complete. So the ravens and wild animals have already done their part and the body is just about hacked to pieces. This is almost as worse as the village last night. This is disgusting. The village last night was Just imagine that fun. there, walking and drinking. Yeah, well. And then speaking to you. I'll poke through the remains with my staff. There's not necessarily a lot left of it. It's been picked pretty clean, but there's um, a little bit of scraps of clothing in you as you poke around. There's a bronze medallion with the sigil of the Rust Brothers around the neck of the corpse. Mm. All right, I'll kind of hook it up with my staff and pull it out and yeah, put it in my knapsack. Uh, all right. Is there a skill that would apply to this? To the hooking it out? Yeah. Slide Maybe just hand. a melee or? No, it's sleight of hand probably. Maybe sleight actually. of hand. I'm worried that I have to roll for this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be. But you declared the action anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. Okay, so I have no sleight of hand and I only yep. have two agility. Oh, dear. No success. Uh, I will push it. Okay. I got yeah. damaged. Okay, <laughs> so you lose an agility. Yep. Gain a willpower, is that right? Yes, yes. gain a point of willpower. And this thing's going to attack me. No, you just in, in getting it, you basically brood around with your staff and you kind of hook it, but as you, you kind of grab it and you end up having to, like, touch the body. <laughs> rather you than me, Baron. That was a bit clumsy. You should have got me to get it. I thought it was rather fearless in execution. But I do look very embarrassed. <laughs> so I've sort of wiped this decaying... <laughs> Bits of carcass off my hand. Unfortunately, in touching this corpse, you have been exposed to a disease. You make a an endurance roll, opposed roll against the virulence rating of this disease, which is three. I'm going to push it again. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to because okay. I didn't get any successes on the vir- virulence roll. Neither did I. Very good. All right, well, like I say, I'm flicking bits of... <laughs> decaying flesh off my hands and was it worth it uh, we we'll see you then continue into the next hex so we'll need another is it survival roll did we say so is this the next day no no this is so each time you enter a new hex that you haven't been in you need to make a roll now it's up to you guys under the rules it's up to you guys to remember which hexes you've been to and which ones you haven't so we've we made our first roll because we left that hex and yep. then we're now in this hex where I've put the dice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you've moved from one hex to the next hex uh, and <laughs> the guards will need to make a scout roll. That's you again. There are no successes. Well, you can choose to push if you would like. Did you roll any ones? Yeah, yes. so you don't re-roll ones when you push. You right. keep the ones. For your base die, it doesn't count for skill die. Uh, you, you don't get to re-roll ones on your skill dice. They just don't, don't count. Don't yeah. count for yeah. damaging you. Yeah. Oh, I got two. I got three um, skull dice. Okay, oh, that shit. means you take three damage to <laughs> whichever stat is for scouting. That's Yikes. Wits. So I'm um, broken. On bro- I'm broken. I get three. <laughs> we would have argued that happened at the start of the game. Though. You do. You do. Now, so your wits are broken. When you break on wits, you remain conscious, you can run to a safe place, but you cannot perform any other action or roll for any skills. So you're pretty much just 
just not much use for the rest of the day until everyone can go to sleep. Oh, I've got a headache from looking into the sun too much. Oh, I think last night is also catching up to me. It must be. Oh, I feel like I feel like I'm sunburned as well. Sunstruck. I just complain incessantly. <laughs> so normal. No, he's usually boasting, not complaining. Should I try and make the um this the what is it, pathfinding roll? No, you don't need to because you're not travelling any further today. Oh, oh, so okay, so we're going to need survival to set up camp, aren't we? That's right. Now, while that's happening, does anyone want to do... So one person can make the survival roll I'll for the camp. That. Does anybody else want to do anything else during this quarter day? Can someone set up a tent for me? I need to go later. Yes, I'll assist with the camping. Uh, and the other thing is someone... When you have someone stand guard, they stand guard during the night, they need to sleep in a different quarter day. So you would have you would usually have that person who is on guard sleep during the camp making yeah. time, and then they'd be awake yeah. during the night. Now you have got some extra guards. Oh yeah, we to do take that choice. So I'm going to say for today you will need to stand guard because so you can get their help with the, the the roles during the day, or you can use them basically as as guards during the night time. So you guys don't have to stand guard. We use them already during the day. So you're so sitting you up camp two, you have and options you're with them. Well, I'll take a nap then and I'll guard. Okay. Okay, so that's a survival roll, Toby. Any sixes? No, but no ones either. You can push it if you want to. Do I need to? Well, if you fail, I make a roll on a mishap table while for while you're resting. Pushing it. That would be three fives, one four, and one six. So you managed to successfully make camp. Well... Hagar's doing that. May I, if I had the opportunity to gather uh, wood mm-hmm. for crafting torches along the way, can I take use that quarter to do some crafting? You would have had. You would have to make a roll, survival roll or something to find the wood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, maybe another day. Well, but you could make that roll now while camp's being set up to find the wood and then craft another day. Okay. Yep. Let's do that then. Okay. No successes. Don't want to push. No. Nah. Not for that. All right, so you managed to successfully set up camp for the evening and you can all sleep. Uh, And you will all need to eat and drink today. So a D6 for food. Yep. And if I roll a one or a two, it's all gone? Yeah, a one or a two reduces it by one step. Yep, and D6 is the lowest. So I've got a D8 for my water and a D6 for food, and I'm fine with both. Same. So my water goes down to a D4, is that No, no, you ran D6 is the lowest. You're out of water now. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so food. So, so Ivan's six. run out of water. And water, it's two, so it goes to a D6. Yep. That's probably not good. No, well, what water. do I do about that? You have to forage for water at some point. What, today or? No, you can do it tomorrow. And um, in terms of when we rest, let's say the night goes uneventfully, mm-hmm. do you get just one point of your, say, Oh, uh, yes, someone will need to heal you. Oh, well, no, because it, it will be a performance check because this is a, a wits break. Someone use, has to use performance to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I should have done instead of trying to find wood. If no one helps you within D6 hours, you recover anyway and get one point back in the relevant yeah, attributes. So, that's going to be all right. So you will just recover overnight. So I have to guard? All right, make a um, scout roll. Uh, which is wits, isn't it? 
Um, I got a one. I can push it. Mm -hmm. I got a six. Okay, so you succeed. But I take one damage to wits. And you get a willpower. All right, while you're standing guard in the night, you see a group of figures silhouetted in the distance. They're moving cautiously towards where your campsite is. Okay. I spring up, book it to the nearest PC, and shake them awake. Figures. Figures out there on the horizon. I will sit bolt upright and see if I can make out the shapes that he's indicating to. Where, where? You can see them and they're coming closer and they are, um, as they come closer, you can, in the moonlight, you can make a little bit more out about them. They appear to be humans, unwashed, wearing worn clothes and simple weapons. Don't wake me, the f you fool. Wake the guards and Hagar. Okay. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> I can't grab Hagar. You keep an eye on them. There are people out there. I snap awake. Okay, you can see them. As they get closer, they you can see that they're dirty and look like they haven't eaten properly for a number of days. They appear to be led by a large man with a black beard. I call out for them to halt. They keep coming forward, and the man with the beard steps forward and calls out, and he says, uh, What manner of dirt are you? What are you doing here? Don't you know who I am? Can I light it? If, I, if I've got time to light a torch, I will. Yeah, you have time to do that. I, I have no clue who you are. We are on exped an expedition. We seek no trouble with you. Well, me, I'm Argam Twainbeard, and these here are my lads. And there's there's him, and there's three three of these other kind of dirty, thin-looking uh, people, and they they've got their hands on their weapons, and they say, "We're hungry. You look like you've got plenty of food. So you're going to give us some, mm. or you'll get what's coming to you." Well, if you'd asked nicely, we might have might have come to some sort of arrangement. But um... oh, I, as soon as I approached him, I had my sword and shield drawn. Is anyone going to try and talk to them or? Do I have any wits about me at this stage, or...? Yes, you've recovered a single point of wits at this point. I'll try to manipulate him, and uh, I'll hold, hold the torch up and say, uh, Flee while you can, fools. You are harassing mighty warriors and powerful wizards. Yes, he's a powerful wizard. Yes, I am a powerful warrior. All right, you want to make a roll? Yep. So, uh, what's insight triggered off? Insights treat off wits. Wits. Okay. And so manipulations empathy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no successes. Two ones. Um, I'll push it. Okay. Oh, shit. That's a success. That's one. one success. I'm broken. No, that that's not. doesn't count to being broken. Uh, yes. Uh, so the one doesn't count as. But I still got three. Lose three. Oh, God. Three off my <laughs> empathy. So one success? Yeah, one success. Uh, let me just double-check the opposed roll rules because he got one success on his roll. At least I get three willpower. To win an opposed roll, you must roll successfully and roll more successes than your adversary. So he loses? No, he still gets a success. Yeah, but doesn't he have to get more successes to beat... Um... And to win, you need to get more. Yeah. So it's a draw. Oh, what's all this raucous going on? I'm trying to sleep. Come out. And <laughs> and no just... one woke you up. <laughs> His bits so are you dangling. Are, you He's... are not successful as the active person. He's going to be naked, you realise. So what, what do they do in response then, I guess? They draw the weapons. And, and he says, don't try to scare me, you weird old prick. All right, I'll cast Immolate on him. All right, so we'll go to combat. So we'll go to initiative. <laughs> So who got the lowest number? I got one. Okay, so you act first. So you can either make one quick action and one 
Slow action or too fast action? Slow action, action yes, yeah, so or too fast actions. Okay, quick as a flash, I whip out a throwing dagger and hurl it at um, B.D. Mc... What's his face? Now, I've no idea what I'm doing. So it's a marksman roll. So who are you throwing at? The leader? Yes. Okay, so I'm just doing with the base agility because I don't have marksman. Okay. And that is two ones and nothing else. Uh, I can push or is that... You can push, yes, but you will lose... You're rolling base dice, so you'll take two damage to agility. I got another one, but a, uh, a success. Okay. Uh, and this, um, what, what's the plus one bonus? What's that mean? Oh, is it the weapon? Oh, yes. You roll yeah, the equipment yeah. dice. Okay, so I've got one success and three fails. Okay, so... So I take three agility damage. Yep. And what's the damage of a dagger? Just one. All right, so you deal one damage to him. And he doesn't have any armor on? Uh, no, he does not. And he says, ah, you'll pay for that, you little so-and-so. Who is on two? Me. And I'm going to cast Immolate. And I have the ingredient. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend three willpower to do it. Oof. Yeah, so I roll four dice. Yep. One So that's success. an overcharge, isn't it? Yeah, so that's four. Because it's the willpower that you spend plus the success, isn't it? Yes. Yep. All right. So that essentially counts as, what did you say, four? Yeah. Is that just four damage to strength or something? Uh, you can heat up your victim's blood to the point where he literally bursts into flames. The spell inflicts damage to strength equal to the power level. Yep. And, and keeps inflicting one point of damage per round until the victim puts the fire out with a successful move roll. So, yes, four points of damage. All right. Well, his blood boils and he collapses in agony. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Warning. What did you do? <laughs> and I'll yeah be yelling, flee you fools before I destroy you all. All right, who's on three? Well, that'll be me. I kind of fight with the tent and emerge. That's my fast action. <laughs> uh, you see him there with a, a loincloth uh, and nothing else on. Surveys the scene. There are fellows there. Have they drawn their weapons yet? Yeah. Yep. What sort of weapons do they have? Oh, just like hand axes and wooden clubs. You just saw a dude bursting into flame as well as you emerge. From inside of From inside. Uh, I'm going to um, grapple one of them to the ground. You might be a little far away for that, though. I'm going to stroll over then, like, uh, and suck in my gut. So you want a piece of this? You can make a, like a social combat roll to attack their... Um... Their mental stats, I believe. Oh, yes. I can maybe use sharp tongue. You haven't recovered your wits yet, though. Have you? No. Only one point. This is empathy manipulation. Sharp tongue. When you manipulate someone, you roll more sixes than you need to win the opposed roll. You inflict one point of damage to empathy on your opponent per extra. Would that be what we're looking at, or...? Uh, yeah, so you could do that. Are you trying to do it to the whole group or just to one of them? To the whole group. Okay, so that's a minus one modification. So minus one skill dice. So my scathing abuse at them is about how their leader had a black beard Mm -hmm. and how I have a red beard. I've got a black beard. I've got a black beard. (laughs) (laughs) You need a, a more affable and wise leader with a beard such as myself. All right, so that's... One six, that's one one. So that stays to the side. If you want, if you're going to push, yeah. And I'll push it. Yep. And I take one damage. Okay. So what does your talent do? So for for every one 
above the first, then you inflict one point of empathy damage. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think they, they do get to oppose it, like my just my general manipulate. So I got, got one success and one failure. Okay. So you will lose a... Point of empathy? Yep. Get a willpower. Uh, but you were successful. So one of them s- turns and starts to, to flee. Two of them turn to face you looking angry. Like you're the new target. And one of them says, uh, I can't believe you said that about Argam's beard. And after he's dead, he's had such a beautiful beard. <laughs> and your friend burned it from his face, his beautiful face. You're a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> then fight me like a man. And I hold out my hands as is it to embrace him. If you dare. Okay. I'm going to stab Who's on one. Who's the next? You're five. five? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stab one. Okay. So I roll ten dice. Okay. Zero ones and zero sixes. Okay. You can you can push that. Zero ones and zero sixes. Okay. Well, you miss. I can, I can push it with a willpower. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can spend your willpower. Two sixes. Okay. How much damage does your weapon do? Two. Okay. So that's three. So you slay him where he stands. Yay. Just one on one now. The last one moves up on the, the peddler. Uh, so he's going to move up and he's going to attack you with his hand axe. Now, I don't get a parry or anything, do I? Not without a weapon. You can dodge, I think. But you've used your fast action. Oh, yeah. You've you used your fast action, action to goof it, get out of the tent. <laughs> Just have to take it. <laughs> so that's one success. That's all right. Oh, I forgot to roll for the hand axe. Uh, so two plus two successes because the hand axe. So uh, four damage to strength. All right, I'm broken. <laughs> oh, you're broken on strength? Yeah. Uh, I believe that means it's a critical injury roll. Oh, yeah. shit. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you get for coming out of your tent in your <laughs> smalls. <laughs> Beckoning a guy to come at you. I mean, these guys are not that hard to kill, but they're reasonably okay at attacking. So it hits you with an axe, it's going to hurt. So roll a d66 on the table, relevant table. So slashing table and 56. 56. Seven arm. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Lethal. Right. Yes. So I think that means someone needs to heal him. And we've got no healer. <laughs> Successful heal roll. Uh, with a minus one modification. Oh, no. Within six hours. Yeah, to prevent D6, within D6 hours. Oh, I think I've got the highest empathy. Within three hours. Um, meanwhile, you're still in combat, so this guy's just come up and sliced <laughs> sliced the peddler's arm clean off. <laughs> Severed it along the, the, the collarbone across the shoulder, and it's hanging. So, dude, this is, this is why you don't get mouthy. <laughs> well, actually, what, you, what would you prefer? Would you prefer it's... Cut clean off, or that it's just essentially hanging on limply, and you'll you'll just have a useless if it's healed, some sort of useless vestigial limb. Oh no, severed. All right, uh, so it's back to back to number me. Two. Yeah. Oh Jesus, I was going to attack him, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I feel quite as comfortable. Uh, I might try and slide into the shadows. Yeah. Can I go stealthy? Is that a doable? I don't really understand whether I can. Do uh, it or not. You can't do it in. Co- you need to do it before combat to get a sneak attack. Do, I think. Yeah. yeah. The ambush isn't the one before combat and sneak attacks. No, it's, it's ambush is a specific kind of sneak attack. I might still like to disappear at this point after having seen someone's arm get taken off. We certainly can try. Yeah. Um. I'll, I will still slip away into the shadows as best I can. I got a six and a one. 
So I got yeah a base dice of one and a skill dice of six, mm-hmm. and I can push. Mm-hmm. So I got two sixes. And you take a point of damage. Oh yeah, you're right. On the plus side for you, he doesn't see you. Me. Okay. We swap. We swapped. If that's all right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to stab him. Actually, I'm going to slash at him to try and cut his off arm off. So the sixes were on. It doesn't matter what the sixes were. No. The the ones were on my equipment dice. So. Okay, but you haven't pushed the roll, have you? Or have no, you pushed? No, I haven't no. pushed. So ones only matter when you push. Okay, so two sixes. Yep, that, and, that'll do it. Yeah, one one. But that would be at least three damage. Yeah. Okay, so you kill him. I suppose I'd better try to heal. <laughs> can you? Run, Skeka. Yeah, I can make an empathy roll. Can you heal? Join uh, the arm back on. Is there I? any like? Is there no? Any... You can't heal the arm back on. You, no, can, no, make no, heal, you can... can make a heal to prevent him from dying. dying. Yeah. Now yeah. it's a. You've got no skill. I've got no skill. Now, it's a minus one, so the effect of that is you roll a skill dice, and if you roll a success on the skill dice, that discounts one of your successes on your base dice. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't roll any successes, oh, and I didn't roll okay. a fail on the... Would you like to push it? I will have to. Four sixes. Oh, oh. well, uh, two sixes, because that... Oh, that doesn't that's count. That's just it. He's on yeah, the, yeah. the difficulty. Three, three sixes. Oh, no, that cancels one of them out. Oh, is that what it does? Yes. So the, oh, okay, sorry. If you yeah. success on that, it cancels one of the so yeah, sixes. Yeah, that's two right. sixes is not bad. Two. But I've cauterized the wound. Now I'm unconscious. Yes, you are. Quick, let's drag this fool back into his tent. <laughs> I look at the bodies to see if there's anything worth looting. They had, like, hand axes and clubs, and they looked, ama- they looked emaciated like they hadn't eaten for several days. Tuck bursts into the tent and says, "Oh my, is he is he going to survive? He's yes. still got his right arm. Yes, he's all right. I believe he will. Well, thank goodness, but well, that's rather demoralising, really. Isn't it? Put a weird day out. <laughs> not the best start to the expedition, I will admit. I mean, I know he's a peddler and not a warrior, but honestly, the spear." <sighs> They've damaged the blunt end. <laughs> the butt. <laughs> yes, but the point is still sharp. All right, so you can sleep. But given you're woken up in the middle of the night to do this, you're going to have to rest another quarter day to recover. And in any event, Paul will need to do that. That makes sense. Because you lost all that strength and I rolled to check and you weren't going to recover it for a few hours anyway. So you will need to sleep through the morning. I think the rest of you will too to avoid being sleepy. So I get all my yeah, attribute so damage. All back. Yep. So you get all the attribute damage back. Don't get the arm back. Next time you'll stand next to me, right? Well, I was woken up and startled in the middle of the night. <laughs> hmm. Upon reflection, it was probably not a very good transaction. I say you're mighty stoic. You seem to be taking it quite well. Well, look at it this way. You've lost some weight. Well, yes, I hadn't thought about it that way. Perhaps we can hold a funeral for your limb. I was just thinking, perhaps I could get some more... They might take pity on me as a peddler with one arm. Probably. You could say you lost it in a battle. I did. I know. I did lose it in a battle. While unarmed, wearing a loincloth. <laughs> Are we going to leave that part out? Well, that one, that's what makes him even braver. <laughs> yeah, I'm the most bravest out of all of you. I'm Laying into battle like a madman. It's most impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Real berserker type. Yeah, yes. Where's my arm? Um, over there. We should bury it, shouldn't we? Or burn it? I just left it with the bandits. If we could return it to the um town, you might get a ghost arm wandering the streets at night. You know, I guess I could just hang it and I 
slap you with it at, <laughs> with reach. This is highly, highly uh, inappropriate to be talking about my revered armor in this way. Well, we should take it with us anyway. Perhaps it could get put back on. Maybe. Look, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll look in my books and see what I can find. Maybe there's some sort of ancient relic or miracle that we can find out about. I mean, there are there are other things I would like to find, but I suppose I do. This, I mean, I've got you into this, haven't I? Yes. Let's be honest. Yes. I'll see what I can find out. Meanwhile, there's a fortress that needs storming. Well, let's away, if you're well enough to travel, Rudskega. Well, I guess I've got no choice, but, oh, it does hurt. Yes, I imagine it does. Oh, perhaps some, you could carry some of my things. Help me out. You're carting all this stuff. I was asking you earlier why you're carting all this junk across the, the Badlands. Well, so sell it. Am I still doing the Pathfinder role? Uh, you will, yes. All right, I'll do that now. One success. All right. You managed to successfully find your way into the area of Weatherstone. And after travelling for a quarter day, you come upon the fortress. Fog drifts like shredded souls through the windswept mountain pass you traverse. As the fog disperses, for a moment you see the crumbling stronghold Weatherstone rise against the northern side of the mountain pass, surrounded by a moat filled with muddy water. The landscape is barren. Only thorny bushes and sharp grass survive in these lands. It is quiet. Apart from singing and strange animal sounds, the likes of which you have never heard before. Bones from horses and humans are strewn along the road to the stronghold. A fire burns in the watchtower in front of the castle. The smell of food drifts on the wind. <laughs>